you posted kind of recently. Yeah, two point one billion. Shut, shut, shut up. up. I know that's what we say. No, there's right? not five. We, it's not. No, that's what we said. But and we have another video with one point one billion. We have another video that is about to hit a billion. These are chunky percentages of the world's okay, population. Okay, here's the thing. So I think. I, yeah. <laughs> Hold on a second. Hold on a second. He he maintains that he has the best feet in the social media. I have the cleanest feet on social media. No, hold up. But fuck the majority. They're wrong. (laughs) My feet are... My ankles might be a little weird and thick for athletic stabilization. Stop! (laughs) Welcome back to Impulsive, the number one podcast in the world. We're about to hit 2 million subscribers. Can you guys just fucking subscribe? Like we've been, we're fifth. You need a controversy. You need a controversy, or like a big, really, really, really big. We just gotta make a good push for it, dude. The yo, the impulsive, the impulsive clips channel. Shout out Caleb, who's doing it for us. Doubled in subscribers. So actually, that if you're not gonna subscribe to this, at least go to impulsive clips and get the short little tidbits of the best Mm -hmm. highlights of the show. Subs are tough sometimes. Like, remember how long it took me to get the night shift sub? Yeah, we'll do, we'll do it. I'm going to be honest, bro. The, the podcast is a marathon, not a sprint. I'm going to be doing this shit when I'm 35, 40 years old, just sitting here talking with Mike, who's going to be, what, 90 at the time? Yeah, 160. Uh, so, so yeah, dude. Uh, yeah, my feet are sick. Like, fuck with me. <laughs> but but apparently they're not. I don't know. Yo, we met when we uh, were traveling recently. We went to Connecticut, and I met uh, your family, Baby Chasey, your nephew, for the first time. Yeah. And I realized, I think, why I like interacting with kids so much now this is kind of fucked up but i'm just gonna say it like uh you take you take your average child and then you take me i am the superior human most of the 90 percent. yeah 98 99 percent of the time most of the time bro yep and so it's fun to watch them learn how to be human and how to interact <laughs> with a, 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 a moron such as myself. Like, like Chase would just walk around doing his thing, like trying to play the instruments. And then I'm like, yo, Chase, you got no rhythm, bro. And so then I play the instrument better than him, if I do say so myself. <laughs> and then I take he's, like a balloon and I'd keep it in the air better than him. And then I'd smack him in the head with it a couple of times. He's like, oh, why is this bit larger man hitting me? And like, I don't know. This thing, I think there's something to be said about my intelligence. Did it make you feel like you, you agree with your... <laughs> With your uh, ongoing thought that you want to have a kid, do you still want a kid after spending some time with him? It's, it's funny. So at the first twenty minutes, I was like, "This is great. This kid, he's so full of energy. Just wants to play with dumb toys all day." And then twenty five minutes, I was like, "I'm. I don't know if I like him anymore." You've, you literally just hit the nail on the head with that statement. That is you. <laughs> you want a kid for. Until you have to spend more than 25 minutes with it. You want a kid the same way you want to build like one the, the Ruth Gertrude machine. Yeah, I don't want to do Where I the dominoes really fall over. Yeah. Or like, I bet you have the same feeling about learning how to play the banjo. Yeah. Mowing the lawn yes. yourself. Like that kind of stuff. You're like, yo, that sounds dope. But yeah. then as soon as you start doing it, here's the problem. The return policy on children is fucking stiff. Bro. You, you know why? Because you you're giving a human so much of your energy. Like I felt, I felt like he drained me afterwards. Like he didn't stop, bro. It could be because he had red hair. He's a ginger. It's funny because I have a human that's been draining me a lot lately too. Oh, nice. That's a good. That's a good. It was. Are you talking about Lana? Yeah, just sexualness. Yeah. How's that been going for me? <laughs> I have to give a I have to give a quick apology to my cousin Will, who we also visited when we were in Connecticut. Oh, Will yeah. was the person who you may have heard us on the show talk about uh got in a very serious car accident. He fell asleep at the wheel and then got ejected in his seat 
from the car. The car is completely total. We have no idea how he survived. It was one of those like miracle stories. And while we were in Connecticut, we went to visit him. He's obviously still recovering, broke his neck, both his feet. That was such a funny interaction. I, what you- well, because we walked in, bro. And mind you, I haven't seen Will. He's like my second cousin in four to six years. And it's, it's that time period where he was like 14 the last I saw him. Now he's 19. Guess what happens between that time? Growth. Puberty. Heavy Puberty, right? So there's three kids there. Two of them I recognize. Like, clearly. I'm like, hey, what's up? Like, I text them. And uh, I'm like, yo, what's good? What's good? And I go to Will. And somehow I missed the fact that he had his leg propped up in his boot. And I said, hey, nice to meet you. He's the reason we were there. I go, yo, nice to meet you. And and then I I look around the room. I meet the two other kids. And then I look at this kid in the boot. I'm like, oh, no fucking way, dude. (laughs) What happened? Like, these kids all grew up right before my eyes. And so, Will, I'm sorry for not recognizing you because you, you're my cousin and all. We and, had a we had a touch point with one of those kids <laughs> there too. I, I what was his fucking name? The one that you followed on Instagram. What was his name? Man, he, pre, he peer pressured he me. He peer bro. pressured you. He he uh, he's he's I think what eight, 17, 18 years old. Uh, nineteen. He graduated high school, and we were talking to him about what he wants to do next in life, what his what his career is going to be, or what he's interested in. And his answer was, "I have no idea." No idea. I don't have a thought whatsoever. I'm right now. I'm just working at the local church and it brought me right back to being that age and having no fucking clue. Yeah. And and I I know for a fact that there's so many people in our audience, like a massive part of our audience that's watching the show right now. That's in that same place. What, what, like, what did we end up telling them? I I asked him this. We went through a whole exercise. I picked his brain. I said, what do you like? He's like, I don't know. I go, what do you like? Anything. Do you like uh, talking to people? Do you like uh, selling things? Um, do you like having to figure out why a bridge holds up the way? That, like anything. Because when I was younger, I liked making videos and it yeah. wasn't realistic until all of a sudden it was. And like literally could have said anything. He could have been like, yo, I like um, sewing garments upside down. And I would have given him, given him anything. But he, he had nothing. <laughs> he's just unsure of his interests because, and I fear this happens with a lot of millennials and Generation Absolutely. Z nowadays. Yeah their interests may not prove to be a uh, significant job that can support them for the rest of their life. I, and and I, I think you're, you're saying that I hear you saying it, but I also think that if you at least are able to find out what your passion is, I'm a firm believer that there's a way to make money out of everything on this planet. Everything. Like once you find out what you truly like, you can, you can do it. Yeah. You just got to get that life hack. Yeah, facts. We, I want to dive into this more. That's like a full on like. Yeah, that's yeah. Maybe no, we I, talk, I, I to, talk to. Yeah, okay. To yeah. All right, guys. Let's bring on our guest. He's got twenty two point seven million followers on Instagram and thirty four million on TikTok. I actually can't believe this. I didn't know you had that many followers. Holy He's a shit. digital magician, garnering billions of views with his insane edits. He's actually edited a few of my most viral videos back in the Vine days. And here to here to tell us his secrets, it's Zach King. Woo! Thank you for having me. <laughs> Thanks for coming on, bro. We walked in and Zach's like, hey, it's been some time, right? It feels like a decade. The last time oh, God. Um, we, well, we really hung out and started filming, we made, yeah, a bunch of videos in, in actually my garage. Like yeah. we were, we yeah. were shooting, I think one of them was shooting lasers out your oh, my chest God. I, I remember superhero that. thing. Yes. We did uh, some of you, st- yeah, one of the ones that took off was you crossing the street. I have it here. Ducking and like. I have it pulled oh, up. yeah, you got it? So this was one of my first videos that went crazy viral on Facebook. Look at this fucking and, and, chop. And Zach actually edited this. <laughs> Oh, oh, I just got, I just fell for the hook. Holy Dude, shit, you got smoked you got by myself. There we go. We put it at the end, though. That's... Dude, those moves, can you still do that? 
<laughs> I don't think so. I don't think I can, bro. I don't I don't think so. But I remember filming this and this was the first time I experienced your your magic. You were on set like, why am I doing this ridiculous stuff with no cars coming exactly. at me? Because because that's what that's what it was. I was doing these splits and jumps with no cars. And then you shot the cars after, right? right like a plate. Yeah. And then yeah. you added the camera shake to make it look. I don't even want to get it because I'm I'm such a noob with this shit. But I, I hope no kids, you know, now that you, because you, I mean, you were popular, but you were nowhere near the popular yeah. you are now, you know? And I hope no kids saw that and it was like getting nailed. I can jump under street. a car. Yeah, I can do yeah, what Logan yeah. does. Yeah. Jump over cars. And- <laughs> we have a, this, this audience is a little bit older. But I, I could see a grandmother doing it too. I'm like, yo, Logan Paul jumped over that car. I could do it too, Sonny. But yeah, bro, it's been a minute, and uh, to see you blow up the way you have, because same same shit. Like you were you were massively popular, but then on Instagram specifically, you started to take off again. You have twenty two point seven million followers, which is insane. I didn't even know you had thirty four million on TikTok. You got to be one of the top top creators. Number two. Who's number one? Number two, Lauren Gray. Oh my Lauren god! Number, yeah, two number one on TikTok. I think we're number three because you know who's ahead of all of us is like a TikTok account. Okay, but okay. out of you know uh, cr- yeah. you know creator accounts, that is insane. Congratulations! Absolutely insane. Yeah. Are you getting recognized in the street like crazy? You know it's weird. Yeah. So ever since you know YouTube and yeah. and Vine especially, I used to go. It literally changed overnight on Vine. And I remember I joined Vine. You guys were early. Yeah. Like yeah. phase one Vine. I was yeah. phase two. Like I was. I remember getting flack for it too. I was nine months in, and people that was the comment like, "You're nine months late, dude. Get off." <laughs> yeah. You know, it went away after a couple of years, but. Um, I used to get chicken wings. I used to bike to Albertsons, the grocery store, because yeah. they have bomb, like, grade A wings. And every day would get lunch and do my own business. I was on YouTube, but no one recognized me. All of a sudden, Vine, like, literally in the first couple weeks, go to Albertsons and, like, kids are coming up and, like, oh my gosh, you're on Vine. And, but, you know, I've had the, like, the ex Viner, the, mm. that label for a long time. It's just on the street still. It's, hey, you're the guy from Vine. Shut you're, up, still? Yeah, still. Oh, no. <laughs> you know, it's still on YouTube. Um, but now it's, it's actually switched to, Hey, you're the guy on TikTok. TikTok. Do you like, do you like that better? It, it, you know, it's a label's a label. I don't care, yeah. but it's, it's just weird <laughs> to see that's where people are finding, like knowing me from, yeah. uh, bro, you have, you have no idea. Like, uh, I'm actually positive. You do have an idea. I don't know why you said that, <laughs> but like, it's definitely, it's definitely weird to see where people, uh, recognize you from. We were in Connecticut again recently. And mm-hmm. this girl who was serving us oh, was yeah. like, Hey, were you in that movie, The Thinning, which is like a YouTube Red movie? Yeah, I did. from like four years ago. I was like, I was like, she yeah, was like, that's like, a that's great movie. movie. Yeah. That's my favorite YouTube was, original. Yeah, like, <laughs> so strange. I'm like, that's what she recognized you from. It was odd, but um, it's been so cool because I think the thing that makes you so special and so big is your creativity. Would you Would you agree? Like, what do you think about your content? I, I want to show show a little clip here. I like this one with the polar bear. Oh, the polar bear. <laughs> Yeah. Hey, wow, can I get a photo? Sure. Cool. Say cheese. Cheese. Oh, no, he's friendly. Buddy, it's not real cheese. It's just a saying. And it actually was. She was friendly. Did that, was that a real polar bear? Yeah, does it look like a CG? I'm, okay, there's comments. People say that, looks that is the fakest CG what? polar bear I've ever seen. I, I, so we went through that option of what would it be like yeah. to, to make a CG polar bear? It would have been, you know, $50,000 and would have looked still like the lost polar bear. If yeah. you remember that thing coming out of the field, like it looks so bad. Right. Um, but yeah, that's a real polar bear. You go on set. Her name was, uh, Ed, Edna. And she's like 25. She's one of the oldest polar bears, the only polar bear in the North America that you can film with. And the, uh, animal 
uh, handler is super cool. He's like this rugged Canadian. We had to go to Canada to film this and, and this is on a backlog. Yeah. You can't obviously have polar bears running around, but, uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's pretty fun getting, if you ever get a chance, you guys got to go to, up there. Why, uh, this guy's why, ranch. why, why a polar bear and not just a regular bear? Well, so it, it was, uh, not the time they're polar bears. Apparently we just filmed this a couple months ago. They're in hibernation uh-huh. and so are grizzly bears. <clears throat> and so grizzly huh. bears were, uh, the other one was they were could, busy that it day. could be too well the guy the guy was like it could be a little too grumpy like oh, I, I don't shit. know like i'm not fully and if he's not comfortable being on set i'm not gonna be on set with were so. you scared there so we're, uh my heart was racing but yeah, yeah i mean yeah i was terrified we did just, you did you i was just gonna say we just swam with tigers last and, week. and how was that was that terrifying like in, in some majestic yeah. way right it, bro i mean like how fucking tame are these wild animals realistically <laughs> was it like, the guy down in australia or no this was in florida okay but like you bro you were standing next to this thing <clears throat> did you i wrestled a bear once and the day mm-hmm. before i did it i got caught on facebook in like a a loop of like bears tame bears attacking their trainers and <laughs> no. humans. it was horrifying dude these things can snap at any moment any moment yeah so the animal trainer he's standing right off to the side with like he's got chains yeah. on his yeah. uh, chest i don't know what he would use did y'all set up a boundary yeah there's a boundary yeah, it's electric yeah, fence yeah. so i guess like if i'm trying to jump it i would also not be able to i don't know about that design then but uh <laughs> no yeah, I, it's, it's, it's not actually it's safe for electric. the crew it's not oh, it's actually not? no. The one they set up is not actually. He's trained in an electric thing that looks identical to it. Oh, so it's like they would turn it on if they had to. Yes. Yeah. But, but anyways, I guess the 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 root of the question is like, what do you think about uh, your work and your content has made you so immensely successful, more so than like uh, blatant personalities, daily vloggers, musicians, and like quite literally one of the top creators on the biggest platform in the world right now. You know, I th- I think it comes down to like well, like. With magic, I did magic growing up in junior high and high school, and I never understood. Like, it was cool to turn a white dove, like a handkerchief into white dove, mm. and like that, like the classical stuff and pulling hand- handkerchiefs yep. out of your mouth. Yep. But I never understood, like, what's this? It's so random while it's impressive. And so, to me, magic over the years, like that type had lost its. It's fun and it's amazement because you knew you were being tricked, but mm. you didn't know exact just because you didn't know the sleight of hand. Mm. You just felt like, what was the story? Mm. And so, for me, these videos are fun now because it's like, how do you make magic and that just am- amazement factor uh, cool again and relatable uh, in in a story? So it's really finding like not just a cool trick, turning this water glass into a piece of cake, but it's like, is that part of a larger story? And if so, then then it makes sense. Would you consider yourself then a storyteller at heart? Yeah, filmmaker story. Yeah, for me, like if if I were to go back, it's a good way, like. 5,000 years, my job would be probably the guy memorizing some sort of story out of fire to entertain oh, really? people. I, like my thing is when I was a kid, I wanted to make people laugh. It was like making my family laugh, watching my home videos as stupid and terribly created as they were. That was the goal. And so if I got my family to like love it, then I felt like this reassurance. Um, and so that's why I like telling stories at the heart is like getting people entertained. I, I guess, <clears throat> so that's phenomenal and way impressive, but your stories are much more than just that. Like the the editing that goes into them. How did you get interested in becoming this uh, special effects editor? Because that 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 is such a rare. Craft. You know, I, I I started to actually stand out when I when I I did Final Cut for many years growing up, and I would back when there was no video tutorials, and that's how I started on YouTube. I was uploading these like what I was learning, yeah. putting on YouTube. There was no AdSense. I think this is 2007, and they had just rolled out a private like partner program for people. And uh, I wasn't even in that. So I was just uploading for free, had a small audience and 40,000 
about 40,000 subscribers in, I noticed the comments and it was like, dude, you're making these cool special effects, but you need to teach, like put a little demo film in the beginning. Mm. And that was the the tease for me to like create this video called Jedi Kittens, Strike Back. Yeah, yeah, like, it was just the narrative with like literally a lightsaber effect that I had created. And, um, and then, you know, I posted that and it went viral and it kind of switched my mode from tutorials to like, maybe I can make these short films and then YouTube AdSense came out at the time. So mm. it's, it's always been like, but, but for visual effects in itself, I always wanted to stand out in film school. So when I was going to my director class or my editorial class, you had to you know, sit with 40 people and play your film in front of everyone. And it was like way more nerve wracking than yeah. your video going out to millions of people now. Yeah. Like for some reason, like sitting with your classmates, <laughs> yeah, yeah, you yeah, want to sure. have the best work. Yep. And I like wanted something just to like, like a little pizzazz added to it. And I was like, well, what can I do? I went online. Like there's this program called after effects where you can really spice it nice. up like beyond final cut. Yep. And I started, um, it wasn't the magic wasn't born there, but just doing the, like explode. I was doing Freddie W type stuff, like explosions mm-hmm, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and muzzle flares. Did, did you look up to him? Uh, oh, totally. Him yeah. and Brandon were like yep. paving the way and for my career. For sure. And I remember I had a really like, it was monumental in my life going to a taco place. They came out and, uh, we were, I was potentially going to like, thinking about working with them, but, um, we kind of had like a informal lunch interview. And I remember they said, like, if you continue the YouTube thing, like put yourself in front of the camera. And at the time I was literally like, kind of like your stuff. I was behind the camera, uh. like helping creators like you yeah. film yeah, yeah. and do this special effects. But he was like, you got to go in front of the camera. Like it'll help watermark this style that you're creating. Interesting. And so literally went in front of the camera the next week and, and still like, I, I don't, I'm not like you, I don't want to be an actor, but I got put. And now it's kind of, that's, yeah. that's the role <laughs> I'm cast in. I was going to say, well, cause you, you are in your videos and you happen along with your like immense uh, VFX talent to to be like a likable dude with charisma and on-camera personality. And I think that's the combo that makes you stand out. Um, I'm glad that's there because I'd prefer to be, you know, back here behind the camera. <laughs> really? Better. Yeah, it's way more comfortable. But you do a good job oh, of it. Yeah, over the years you get more comfortable. But like in the beginning, dude, I just literally want to only be behind camera. Huh. It's fun too because you can frame up the shot. I don't know how they're framing up my shot right now. Yeah, you do. Uh, you, know, you know, uh, you direct all your shit, I'm sure, or like have a hand in but it. But I can't make an adjustment. I don't know. Uh, something about uh, the full control is like for me behind the camera. Okay, so then what now? Because you, you've established this, uh, this. I mean, you, like you're Zach King, but do you want to, are you going to direct? Or now you I'm gonna... stuck. Now I'm doing the magic thing for the rest of my life. I can't, <laughs> I can't, can't pivot out of that. Well, no, it's just, uh, I guess... You have this model and this platform that is working to like the highest level. If you go to direct a movie, it, will you be as successful? I'm sure. But like, there's there, that fear. There, there has to be some there's sort of fear. fear. Yeah. You're like, I mean, in, in some way, what can measure up to the same success unless you're going up for winning Oscars, which that's a whole other journey. Um, yeah, no, I, I do want to tell longer form stories. And, and I guess my, the core of me wants to make stuff wake up every day as corny as it could sound or trite as it sounds to, to love what I'm making. Mm. And so if that's magic videos for another five, 10 years, 20 years, awesome. If, if one day I wake up and it's just not doing that creative juice for me and it's telling longer form stories, or maybe, maybe it's something totally, I think it's always going to be creative and kind of that outside of the, but like, I always want that element of like, Whoa, I didn't see the world in that way. What what if we make a coffee shop? That's like the most magical coffee shop in the world. I'd be down. But, um, but yeah, it's like a mix of that. And, and, what's the story element added to it got you very cool and you've managed to obviously do a uh an awesome job of turning this into a business you have you have a a studio yeah we have a studio and a team uh 
in LA, but we stay more towards Orange County. Okay. Um, part how, of that, how many people do you have working for you? Like 15 full time. And then Damn. we do, you know, some production. So we do a lot of commercials, um, whether it's some on my channel, but we do a lot where like right now we're doing a thing in Germany and like none of you will ever know we've done it, but it's <laughs> like, it's actually fun too. Cause I'll usually be in them and then we'll produce mm. them or do the post-production. Mm. Um, and we'll write them. But it's fun little nuggets to drop for like the German audience. They'll see it and they'll be stoked. They'll be like, and they'll know it's, it's custom because like <laughs> it'll get redubbed in German or I'll have to speak some weird, Sick. like learn some German thing. Um, but for them, they feel like, oh, sweet. Zach came to Germany, shot this thing locally and and now it's airing for six months. That's, so that's cool. Uh, it's yeah. The business model is kind of it's, you know, it's not just. AdSense, or, yeah. or it really can't be still like you can't have one bucket of yeah. AdSense or one bucket yeah. in merch or yeah. one. It's it's kind of spread out. Yeah, you've diversified. Um, so you, is it a production company? Yeah, it's a production company. It's I, I could describe it as that, and it's a mix of I call it a studio, but like like do you guys have a, a, a sales team pitching? Because because yeah. you do it, you do a lot of brand deals. Yeah, and and you're really good. You're probably the the most a brand friendly and be brand effective creator online. Like that video, the polar bear video was a brand video. Was it, was it really? For, Ten, uh, 10 million views. Dr. Jewel. Yeah. Oh my God. Did you see that movie? I haven't seen it yet. I heard it. It didn't do that well, actually. Bro, well, you should get to watch do screeners. Do me a favor. Is it, yeah? Just never see that fucking movie. Is it not good? No matter what happens Will in you? your life. Like <laughs> even if you... What? So what, Dude, if they're like, yo, you're going to lose your TikTok account and Charlie D'Amelio is going to poop on you if you don't fucking watch, <laughs> just take the poop, dude. It, you it, cannot see this movie. I, it will, your life will have no meaning. If there's animals in it, I got to see it. No, 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 no. Go play with some, go to a zoo, pet a dog, play with some fucking ducks. Do not see the fucking movie, oh, dude. I'm, I'm warning you. We went to it. At, to do, we did a favor for a friend. Uh-huh. We went and saw the fucking movie. He FaceTimed. Robert Downey Jr. from the fucking thing, and man, it it just was awful. We actually just, we actually left early. We left early. Yeah. No, yeah, that's yeah. such a shame. Yeah, yeah, they did not do the Doctor Doolittle uh, legacy proud. Because I remember the old books and I remember the old movie, and it was, it was magical as a kid. Like I Eddie just, Murphy. I, no, the that, one oh, way before back, that, yeah, like from facts, the sixties, right? yeah, sixty nine. Yeah, yeah. But the Eddie Murphy ones were great too. Yeah, yeah. yeah. those ones were great fantastic. too. Fantastic. It was um, I don't. I mean. I don't even know where it was. It's just it also, confusing. Was I don't it, even know where to start. It was start. also rated PG, right? And so, like, you lost. Might like, have been even G. And you said at that point, you'll never see another G movie again in your yeah, life. But it also. <laughs> That's not true. Wait till you have kids. Oh, true. You will watch a lot of that G could rated be, movies. That could be any time. And there are, there, there are some great ones, though. Really? Yeah, well, for sure. Okay, so I'm, I'm pretty sure I, I have two kids, so I watch. At five in the morning, a movie every day with them. <laughs> nice. This morning, we watched 101 Dalmatians, the old. Fantastic. Oh, yeah. But I think it's rated G. Wait, but actually, it's like dark, too. It gets. You know, it's, yeah, it's like the Joker. But they always put like little uh, hidden messages that like only adults will get in those kind of movies. I heard they're making a Bambi, a live action Bambi. Really? Yeah, and apparently the scene where what is it John Favreau doing it or something? I don't know. I don't know. The Lion, yeah. Lion King. Well, you know, you remember from the Lion King how there was secret like weird symbols like the clouds back set in the day, like like in the, the posters were inappropriate. It, yeah, there's like Little weird... Mermaid and stuff. Yeah, what the fuck? Do you do that on? stuff with your content? No, but we do put a lot of Easter eggs in them. So really, we make it so like, like Fight Club, where they, he put the penis on the screen. Every not, not like inappropriate stuff. It? No, we we put like some pretty fun stuff. If you follow like really closely in the background, you'll see same characters like who are. Mm. We kind of do it where people. I, put I see it your in, wife all the time. We, I mean, yeah, she's in some of them uh, less lately because we have kids. Mm. But um, the you know we'll put characters in the background, and the goal is like if you put them in a feature length 
format and someone figures out the order, there's like a story to the back character that you're actually like seeing their day in the life. Oh my God. What? To make it, yeah, to make it like really trippy, there's like several back characters who can, and this is like way Easter egg stuff that, you know, like literally a couple dozen people on a, for, on a forum on Reddit have found. But, what? but it's Why? fun. But Why do you do that? Why it's just do you take fun. the effort? It's so much fun. Like do you whiteboard out this story? No, but we talk about it. It'll be in a brainstorm and be like, oh, and we got to bring back, the, <clears> you know, <throat> that coffee guy. What happens later in his day? I He's going to walk through I here. had one of those things on my show is this mop. And now, and now <laughs> it's gone. Yeah, it was this mop that would just show up in like random scenes, but now it's gone. A, an industrial he mop. He gave up. That's what I'm saying. It's good to, yeah, that I you fu- continue you, the through you line. Yeah, you but got, I love, keep going. <laughs> I love that, uh, that kind of thinking. I, I've spent so many hours trying to sync up the Wizard of Oz and the Dark Side of the Moon Pink Floyd album because so many people have told me that they're supposed to sync you up. You read the forum where it said sync it up. Yeah. Do they have a time time place? Yeah, tends- you're supposed to just, yeah, there's like a, a time where it's supposed to enter. But I mean, even like Call of Duty, like on all the zombies, there's Easter eggs in, in everything, yeah. you know? And like, I think all the true, like the really strong brands, like entertainment production agencies have. Yeah. Well, that's what I love with, with Pixar too. You know, they put like, you'll see Wally. I'm, I'm, I'm obsessed with those Easter eggs. Those are yeah, great. Yeah. I, bro, I've, been, so- I've been stuck for hours in like a Pixar hole trying to figure out like the connection between each thing. Fascinating. Haven't we all? Yeah. yeah. That, that is, I love it. And uh, I was trying to get the license plate. Actually, they have this number. Yep. It's like A0119, or I'm probably botching that, but I think it's something similar to that. But I was trying, when I got a new car, I was trying to get that license oh. plate, but someone else has it. What does it yeah. mean? What does it say? Like, what's the Easter So egg? it was the, I think it was an, it, you should look it up. It Pixar. wasn't an address. No. Was it, was it the pizza? The office in Pixar where they created a lot of the shit is a number they use a lot on stuff. I love that. I love is it, that. so the studio line, number? The it's number like an address. In the is it A113? Yes. A113. That's yeah. the number. Huh. And they just put it everywhere. Wow. See, it's there in Monsters well, Inc. What's the reason? Does and the reasons the animated picture due to where they started their careers. A one one three was the animation classroom. classroom. Oh, there you go. Amazing. That, That's uh, so sick. Institute of Arts. How many animators do you have working for you? Um, we use a handful, uh, four to five different animators. You know, animation is is a skill that you, you when you think animation, you think Pixar, right? Yeah. Like character yeah. modeling and um, but there's animation in everything. Like literally, if I were to pour this this water out, there would be a liquid simulation. And twenty in a Hollywood movie, like twenty people would work on that simulation. Like the way the light hit, the way the water bounced, yeah. the, the, the viscosity of the water, uh, and it would need animation. So, um, animation is such a broad term. But I uh, I'm and always have been so intrigued by. Uh animation and especially with like pixar it's like bro i'm yep. really, i'm like highly obsessed with pixar and how many people work on the movies and how long it it's takes insane. It, it's it's in, insane and i read this one thing i th- i think this was in finding dory this octopus so the octopus as um you know octopuses do they can change color and camouflage to match their surroundings yes and when this would go invisible apparently that animation of like having to show the outline of the octopus eight-legged sea animal but also be blending in with the background took i'm gonna look it up here but it took hours just to get that done oh i believe it. I, it took more than hours what, what's the um what's the longest that you've spent on on a single single project um you know a couple months um we did this video for uh for apple and it, it was funny it was just a trailer for a project we did and i really wanted to walk on the walls and we were like well how can we walk on 
on walls. Like there could be a person pushing you up. You could be on harnesses, but like the coolest way to do it was how Fred Astaire did it, you know, decades ago. And, uh, he had, was in a rotating room and like the room rotated. And what you do is you mount the camera. So fix it to the room. So you, it, you can't tell as was a viewer. It, was that an inception? Inception was like inception the biggest did example that, of yeah. uh, with the long hallway yeah. thing. Crazy. Um, so we were like, we set out to find those little did we know we found those guys, uh, and when halfway through building it, they were like, oh, yeah, we, we were the guys that did that. The, you saw the Inception? Cool, cool. Sick. Um, so they built us like a, a very, like a quarter version of the, the yeah, Inception Yeah, because the one set. on Inception was massive. Massive. Massive, yeah. So we got a little piece. It's literally like 25 feet high because it's a circle. And then you had to build the box inside the circle. Right. And then hook up a, a motor and it spins. Wild. And uh, so that was that's like those tricks where we build it for real. Yep. And it's literally just an in-camera trick. They're my favorite, but they take you know six months from like, hey, go make a rotating room to getting on set to film it. That's oh crazy. God. Yeah, this, I said hours. I was already figured it one scene took two years to animate. Shh, shh, shh. Oh my gosh. Because this fucking octopus. Like, at what point is it just not worth it, dude? Like, is it, did you have to do an octopus? What's that guy's problem? You know, the, the thing is about, especially about animators I've learned is they, they love their craft so much, especially when you're getting that specific over the way the lighting is bouncing or the way yeah. you're, it's tipping over. Like they, they love what they're doing. Yeah. Uh, and so that's the inspiring part for me. I look up to, and I get to go to Pixar once in a while to either see a screener or work with their marketing team. And it's like, I'm peeking in the rooms, like trying to get all the secrets from the next movies. <laughs> but you have any interest in, uh, taking part in, a movie like that yes, somehow? But the, you know what I'm bad? Like okay, my videos take like on average, like less than a month to make. Right. I would be dying sitting there for five years. As much as I would love the final film, five years making a movie like toy story four or whatever. Mm. Like, so later in life, I think I'll have that more patience, patience and, mm. and <clears throat> pride, yeah. like a lifestyle where I want to slow down a little bit in my, what I'm making. But right now I you like, want to make TikToks. Right now I got to make TikToks. <laughs> what question seconds. for you? Is TikTok the next Vine? I, I've been spending a lot of time with these, tic, with these TikTokers. Great question. And they seem to think that TikTok's got another 12 to 16 months left in it before it's Vamoosh and before it's going to be the next I, You bite. know, I've, it's weird. Over the years, I've kind of stopped trying to like predict, psychoanalyze it so much on like sure. a minute level. Yeah. Um, and to say it's the next fine, I don't think that'll ever be true. There'll never be a platform that'll be the next. Like, I think what people mean by that is like the, the same, the same viral yeah, yeah, type yeah. Uh, virality. But even, I mean, TikTok has had a crazy global reach, but it's one of those things like, I would meet people in real life who like overnight it would be like, Oh, I saw your last video you post. And I, I don't have that same thing with some, like there are times I've wondered, are the views on TikTok really? really? Oh my God. We, we talk have about a video that I may be the most watched video. I have no idea. It has two. Let me show you this it has. It's the weirdest. When'd you thing. post it? I'm, I'm on your TikTok right okay, now. Go down. It's a Harry Potter video. It, it, it is says, it you, is it you on a broom? Yes. Wait, is, you posted kind of recent. Right? Yeah. 2.1 billion shut, shut up. up i know that's what we say no there's right? not, five, it's not no that's what we said but and we have another video with 1.1 billion we have another video that is about to hit a billion these are chunky percentages of the world okay population. here's the thing so i think uh, yeah <laughs> like 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 someone like all these people in fucking guatemala i have a theory i don't know if, if tiktok has officially said anything but i think i mean they're obviously got to be their loops they're not they're not views and and the other thing so Here's the weird thing. This video, look at the thumbnail. It says negative 
like 2.1 no, billion views. That's because people have been watching it in reverse that individual video. And so it removes views. Right. That's so, what happens. Yeah. So we, we, we looked into it. It's like, apparently what happens when a platform doesn't have enough bit, like they're on a 32 bit system. And this happened apparently on, on, um, on Facebook and Instagram and all the early, pla- I don't know if it ever happened on Vine because never hit a billion yeah. loops, but it's like they have to update their system to a third. It's uh, like a Y2K bit. situation. Yeah, where like you the hit number, a billion it and it their platform the- can't calculate above that. So it's now like doing its own. Wow. Weird loop. I heard that the TikTok views, it'll count it as a view if, if even it's on the feed. one second of the video starts to scroll. So like it starts to scroll and you pass it. Well, that's a view. It, I mean, I don't know if Vine did that, but I feel like that was. The fair game it's for Vine, like but yeah, so the numbers are just are a little too insane. It's 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 hard to. You see that one? Uh, yeah, I do have. It I've been somewhere. an outspoken uh, outspoken opponent of TikTok for yeah. a long time. Now. <laughs> but 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 for so what's um, your main what's your main theory? For, is, so, is Zach, is it this one? Yeah, the Harry Potter one. Is that how you actually did that? The longboard the whole time. <laughs> Wait. Fucking incredible. This is crazy, dude. I don't even. Can we just dive into this for one second? How the fuck did you do this? You were on you a longboard? at the end. It was a mirror. No. It was a mirror. <laughs> I, I showed you exactly. Uh, won't reveal his tricks. It. it was um, a green screen. Okay, that's No, we don't use green screen. Um, my favorite thing about these videos is like the bait and switch. It's just, you, you you like get them to wonder like what's going on. You reveal it, but then the reveal isn't really a reveal that uh, totally makes sense in your mind, right. but, but there, there is a mirror there. And then that's, um, oh, there was, you, there was, that it, there was magic involved. It wasn't just the mirror. That... Dylan, magic is there might real. Have, there wait, there might've been another this. mirror. You just didn't see when we swapped it, a swap. Nah, see, every time I try to figure out his videos, I just get a headache. Yeah. But what were you saying about you hating TikTok? No, I, I, I've been a, an opponent of it just because, uh, and you buck the trend of this, so this is yeah, not going to apply to you at all. But I think that TikTok is a system and an application that has leveled the playing field. And it has made every single person who downloads the TikTok account mm-hmm. a creator, a very good creator. Here's why. A very good creator? Uh, or a po- a- On TikTok. On TikTok, you can be a very good creator, uh-huh. very highly followed, highly engaged. You can get brand deals by simply standing in front of a camera and lip syncing to the baby. Yeah, I don't think that makes you a good creator, though. On TikTok, it does. And that's Roddy Rich, of course, at the box. But but now you whoa 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 is this in game time? But you buck the trend. You are a you are an actual creator. So so you're right. They're not very good creators, but highly followed, highly engaged. Highly spent upon. Well, yeah, I, and I'm not gonna ever knock. Like, I mean, if that's someone's thing, go ahead, thing, knock, knock great, some kids. But dude. I will knock say, a, knock a kid. I think it's the longevity <laughs> thing. Like, if you want to make that a career, that will maybe work on TikTok Facts. for a little bit. But and who knows how the, the how length it'll last? Maybe another two years uh, if we're lucky. But um, yeah, I think then where what are you gonna do? Take that on Instagram where that it's not gonna translate or the next Facts. platform. I, I think the creativity and the storytelling, what you hit on earlier, is like that's always going to be tried and true. That's the brand. That's I was, was going to say yeah. you, you're the niche that you fill. You can hop to to any platform, but oh, like yeah. if you're someone who's really good at like lip singing and dancing for like, there's just a lifespan on that. I mean, do we've you, even seen do you it think on Vine. Our kids are gonna 
that'll be a thing or they'll be like, oh my gosh, my parents, I have all this I mean, blackmail dude, on my it's parents hard. who. It's hard to say because like, you, you, you watch it. And when I see, you know, like when I see that shit, I'm like, no, get away from me. Stop. Stop it right now. Yeah, I'll report you, keep, you. Yeah, you keep watching. No, 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 no. Well, maybe. But these people are, these people are running the fucking world right now. Uh-huh. They're on the Today Show. They're on Fallon. By the way, what? Yes. Who? Charlie D'Amelio and uh, and the Ray. You're lying. They were on the Today Show. Yeah. Were they on? Who the fuck was on Fallon? Because uh, I was on the Today Show doing I gotta, a I gotta shitty do my research. Fallon, Fallon may have been a stretch. We're gonna fact so, yeah. check that, but they're what? They, they are taking over the world. <laughs> Today Show. Yeah, facts. Uh, Addison Ray and Charlie D'Amelio. I mean, these are these are big up and coming TikTokers, and they're, and they're millions and millions and millions of hours of watch time on these fucking videos of them like throwing up a whoa, and then another one catches the whoa. And people huh. are like, whoa. <laughs> and they're like, yo, I want to spend brands are like, yo, I want to spend money on these fucking uh-huh. kids. But I'm sitting back and I'm like, the only other dude like you, your shit is uh, next level, like absolutely insane. Kudos. It's incredible. The other dude that I like on TikTok that has a big following <laughs> is a guy that does food reviews. <laughs> can you, is there any way you can find I him? I don't know not? his name. He goes, he, <laughs> he gets all different foods from different restaurants. Uh-huh. He goes, he goes, Buffalo wings, Buffalo wild wings. And then he goes, Cheeseburger, McDonald's, He's and he takes a bite of it, and then he goes French fries. He's incredible. Does he rate them or not? Nah, nah, he, nope. he, he just says the name I of the food, it. takes a bite <laughs> of it, and then he goes, big. he goes, cheesy queso there from Taco Bell. <laughs> yeah, you, he, this guy's amazing. No, it does. Okay, he's a, he's a, he's a he's a he's a chunker. Guy dude. eating on TikTok. That's what. Okay, that is what is it's, fun about is TikTok though is like their algorithm is what's gold. Anybody, if you have good, you good said that content. It brings it to the top. And so you do get the, those kind of people. You're like, I would have never found this on YouTube or any other place. That is a good, so, so it's so explore if, function is quite powerful. Really powerful. But right now, like if I watch one Charlie video, it like is going to give me 20 more Charlie videos. Mm. And so I think it's fun to see their algorithm tweak. And yeah, like, it tweaked get, on me because it was serving me fucking little kids doing dancing. And I'm like, I'm not that guy, dude. I don't yeah. want to watch these. Like, is there, and then people introduce me to the don't show me this button. Yeah. And boy, do, yeah, that changed my life. Do the life. not interested. And then it slowly like tailors okay. to mm. what you like. Okay. Cause I also like the ones with the long face where their voice goes, you know, and they like, <laughs> yeah, see, there's, I there's just like, watched the most meaningless <laughs> shit on that fucking thing. Yeah. Dude. There's some random like memes and trends that get made there that are fun, but. Are you um, are you paying attention to that? Like, are you watching anyone on TikTok or elsewhere? You know, I don't spend a lot. So, like, I wouldn't use social media if I w- wasn't doing what I'm doing really? now. Like, I don't go on Facebook. You I go consume. on Facebook to, like, get my mom's messages that she keeps sending me about the coronavirus and stuff. But You uh, worried about that at all? Actually, I have a trip to Japan next, next month. It's a vacation. And I was going to, like, my dad's texting me like, hey, you got to cancel that. It just like, passed. The death toll just passed the SARS virus. So, I mean, yeah, that's it's, it, definitely. Like, it, I think it's serious. I didn't know in the beginning, like maybe even three weeks ago, if it was fake news or what What was the deal with it. But <laughs> yeah. Na- yeah, definitely. The guy it's, who tried to break it's, it's the serious. story and he in died, Wuhan right? died. Killed. Oh, they killed who, him? Who, who, who knows? Who knows? Hmm. All I, another thing I will tell you is vacations to Japan can have profoundly tragic effects on your career. Like I would be. We don't need to rehab. Well, no, no, no. I'm just throwing it out there like a woe on TikTok, dude. I'm saying you just might want to be mindful. Something to think about. What maybe you, maybe do Aruba instead. Aruba. Yeah. Yeah. I just think no travel right now is, is maybe the best way to go. A thousand percent. I even just saw there's two people in LA who who have the coronavirus. So I, no. maybe we're screwed. And they're in this room now. <laughs> do you Both think, of them are in this room. Do you think Corona now? has strangely taken a, any kind of brand hit as a result? Corona, the, the city? Beer. The beer. The beer. 
The be oh the beer. Yeah, I was thinking the city. Just because, like, I'm, I'm assuming there's probably some really dumb people out there. Who I have, was in. Who I was for, sure, for sure. For you know sure. What I'm yes, absolutely. And they're bro. like, okay, and drink that Corona. I not give me that coronavirus. I, mean, I heard there. If I'd go ahead and drink that Corona beer, you get that there coronavirus. I, I'm not trying I, to get went, that, Johnny. Get no the bush joke. light like last week. Two days ago to Pan Express, and the late the manager said they've had less business, and she thinks it's because it's a Chinese restaurant and people are associated with the coronavirus. Oh, yeah, Panda sure. Express. I'll so, give them my business though. Saw so many. I've been <laughs> seeing so many masks on airplanes lately. It's like I was. Know. I was wondering this. How how effective are those little tiny uh, single ply masks against like a, a very deadly viral not, illness? Not. No, I haven't can't. done the scientific research, but I highly doubt. You're, right? You're talking about the, the Home Depot one? Yeah. Like the, yeah. Uh, David, David said they're effective. How effective are the masks for actually preventing the coronavirus? They said it's 95%, but it's called H95 or something. means 85%. How is that, how is that possible? I got you the orange one of the things. That one has the N95. Does anyone know how to contract coronavirus? Though? Is it an airborne oh, illness? Yeah, I'm sure. It's, uh... I, yeah, someone sneezes on you. I don't know. I keep thinking of that game. Did you guys ever play that that virus game back in the day where you'd try to start a virus? You'd name it and everything I, too. I vaguely remember uh, this. Plague, Plague Inc. Is that what it was called? I feel like they need to. Is that like Dino Park Tycoon? <laughs> yeah, it was, yeah, you're a plague. But like, you start a like, virus? Yeah, you're a virus. Wait, how, how old are you? 30. I, just turned 30. Did, hey, congrats. You, you may, first of all, I did want to also tell you this. You're the first person, I believe, that outclouded the host of the show that we've had on the show. Is that not true? What do you mean from outclouded? A follower, from a follower standpoint. Is he the, f- the first one? He's got, what, 70? I think you should deflate the TikTok like, the nah. follower count. Oh, because they're not like, so. The ratio. Yeah, the lights. <laughs> you should, like, do like a, a multiplier. All right, like how, about, how about this? You're the first person we've had on the show that has more followers on Instagram. than Hey, sure. Uh, sure. That might not, not be true. true. That's not true. That might not be Is true. That, you have, how many do you have? 17 no no, no but you we have, have we have bellasaur yeah, yeah, yeah you know i think Amanda. where it is though still like right now it's it the game is youtube like first a bro creator. bro it, it, youtube is time and time again proved to be the strongest platform after every platform you know? and we'll see if that keeps going but i i have no reason to think it won't bro we were doing i was doing press for my my last boxing fight and a couple of people were like, so what do you say to the people who say YouTube is dying? And I'm like, who the, who the Who's fuck saying the fuck that? is yeah. I said, who is, are you saying that? Is that a question you just made up like that? You know, you, last year, the $15 billion was spent on I advertising. I saw that. Oh my God. How I much was that was Jimmy spent on you? Not, 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 a, not <laughs> even a billion of it. Uh, <laughs> not even a billion. But uh, hopefully this year. I was going to, I was going to tweet, uh, how much I earned last year from AdSense. And it was, I mean, it was pennies compared to like a 2017, especially, but like, where's that money going? Cause I'm David. Do- no, not, no, not definitely not David Dobrik. Who? Ryan's toy time. Does Ryan's toy time. Sense? There's this channel, dude, the kids market on YouTube, even though the whole crazy, thing crazy didn't have an effect on them yet. Um, <laughs> the, Coco. Have you heard of Coco melon? Well, let me see. It is this, Coco melon? My, my kids turn, turn me on to it because they're, they're three and one and a half. So we go to YouTube Shut and up. I have to, I sit with them so they don't watch some Nursery weird rhymes. Yes. Oh my God. This yeah, it, it's yeah. creepy. Oh 73 God. million subscribers. You, they're like the top, I think they're the top 10 or 15 channel on YouTube. Bro, shut up. What so did, wait, what did they do? You've never heard of them, but look in their last day. They probably had a video come out. A day ago, let's just look at the views. Three oh. days ago, eight point nine million views. Eight point nine million. Six million a week ago. Zach, what is what is going on? What am I looking at? It's, so this channel is. To be fair, they have some cute animations. I think they need to diversify the cast of characters. But 
Well, um, like racially and well, yeah, it's just just a white family, but they could have a whole bunch of show. I mean, this channel, if it would be so fun to run because there's unlimited ideas you could do for this. It's um, just it's just cart. It's a cartoon. It's a cartoon with with like catchy songs that won't get out of your head. Like I'm still singing them. That classroom uh, right looks now. pretty diversified. Yeah, no, the, the classroom. I'll give it to the <laughs> teacher. I think she's like Hispanic. Or and something. also, I mean, it's. Exactly. Once, what is, what once is, you have kids, you'll, get you'll learn about this yeah. whole like deep interweb of, of kids shows that do you guys remember the whole like Spider-Man and Elsa thing that came out like a couple years ago? There was this weird uh, stuff that people were doing for, to get into kids content. But now like this is the more starting to see the positive side of that. I want to watch oh this my God. right now. Like I'm not, that I don't song have to. did sound That's nice. incredible. Zach, what does the production on this look like? Is there, is there a team of. I looked. I actually looked into. It. I was like, okay. "Who's making this?" Yeah, so they're hell. out of like uh, Anaheim in Orange County, and they uh, how many they, people? I think twenty five animators. Like, this is a lot of people, and yeah. they're just cranking on AdSense. I mean, fucking crank. Like, well, yeah, like Social Blade. I feel like maybe a kids channel does get really low rates of that, but still, if they're hitting the bottom number on Social Blade, it's insane. Who's who is behind uh, this? It's surely one person started this channel for God knows what reason. I don't know. You guys need like an investigative reporting podcast alone. Um, just no, to, we should do a documentary on it, like Flat Earth. Yeah, seriously. Like, and then you become 13, an animator there. And thirteen years ago, I'm just cu- curious. Thirteen mil- Thirteen years ago, the ABC song was posted. Let's see how this started. Let's go over the alphabet one more time. This is horrifying. A B C D E F G. H-I-G. So it's just the alphabet. Wait, I want to see where that goes. I and then <laughs> it got a million or two views. I bet the creator was like, this is cool. I can hire somebody to help me do this. Uh, I don't know. I'm making up the story. But I feel like, uh, you know, they're, sev- they're what, 13 years in, you said? That that was posted 13 actually, years they were, ago. Okay, I'll give it to them. They were ahead of their time. Like 13 years ago, I wouldn't have been thinking. Well, I mean, were they? Show. I mean, look at this spinning circle. I'll tell you why they were, dude. They were probably on this new platform called YouTube and were like, there's not a single alphabet Wait, song 13 years ago was literally like it was youtube just that was the, the first year like, like they must YouTube. have just went on the internet that day said what's youtube.com when was youtube founded february 14 2005 this was posted uh, like, yeah. literally, but it was founded in 2005 when did it launch <laughs> when was youtube launched 14 2005 yeah uh-huh. oh yeah it's fascinating. There's Not so there's so later. many so many different ways to succeed online. I mean, like you talk about TikTok giving everyone a platform. Like the internet in general has democratized and give, given everyone a chance to to thrive. What about you? Will you guys go to back to uh, TikTok? So you're on there, but you're not really active. What, okay, what about Byte? What do you guys think about Byte? We don't even have it. Somebody's been trying to sell me his account name on Byte. They keep messaging me. Yeah, I got the you? Logan Paul. Like they have Mike. Are you oh, on Byte? Oh, yeah, Paul, just yeah. for fun. It's it's cool. How many followers do you have on, on Byte? 22,000. I thought he was going to say billion. So, so Byte's- 22 but, billion. <laughs> you heard of it? Byte, Byte was created by the same guys Dom who made Hoffman, Vine. yeah. And I, I think that's the thing. Like you hear- it's that classic line on Shark Tank. They're like, I don't care about the business. I back the creator. And the similar thing, though, I think like when I watch Dom, at least based on what he tweets and what he's made in the past, like he's got some good hits under his belt. I think he knows what he's doing. And he's, you know what I like about him? He's creator first. So he's actually, they don't even have monetization, but yet he's opening a uh, kind of like a, a way to get people monetized huh. in a partner program like way before. No, he I mean, sold, the, he sold the first time, obviously. I don't, I, I don't know what, I don't know if he sold it. I don't know the Didn't backstory there. Vine but. sold it. I thought Vine sold the Twitter. It did. I don't. I don't know. Like his did, yes. part part in that, but um, and then I think he's like, "Fuck it, I'll just do it again." I think what's fun <laughs> about Byte is like it's 
it's got a community of creators already. So it's, it's not like they don't need to go viral. They're just building from this small seed of, of people who are starting to be like, remember the early days of Vine and it was like, Oh, this is actually kind of funny. I'm going to watch another one. Like it, as pre-seeds of that, like I can feel okay, that. Okay. It's got to be hard to be ori- original on that platform because you're at the end of the day, you're just a biter. You're a biter? No matter what happens. Dude, they used to say that about, <laughs> you used to say that about everything. Viner, mi- musically, it was like, you're a musically, you're a musical. A musical. A musical. Is that what well, it was? Yeah, but a biter, up. though? Wait, biter? They're like, nah, on. my shit's completely <laughs> original. But yes, you are a biter, though, right? No, no, no. I said I'm fucking original. No, for that reason alone, I, uh, I, I predict the demise of, of bite. A bitey. I'm, I'm There's a, nothing. I'm a biter. I'm a, I'm a bitey. <laughs> I do bite. There's nothing worse than being a. I'm sorry. Than being a <laughs> what? fucking TikToker. Like that is the late. That no 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 not actually doing it, but the naming the not the nomenclature is yeah, just yeah. fucking awful. Yeah. yeah. What do you do for a living, man? I'm an up and coming TikToker. How do you nope. describe what you do? I say, uh, well, it depends who I'm talking to. Do you say young boss? I feel like you probably say young boss. I'm a young boss. (laughs) I'm a dumb, bro. No, I I just say I'm a, you know, filmmaker's the easiest one, especially being in LA. Like, people get it. Facts. Uh, You know, I actually used to, like, did not want to embrace the term magician back in the day because it was, I, like, I I didn't want to be rude to anyone that called themselves a magician because... Mm. They literally put hours in their garage learning their tr- the tricks, and yeah. I I can't do that. Um, you know, I try to do magic in private, and that is freaking hard to do yeah. and perfect. So I didn't for years want to call myself a magician. So the term I use now is like digital magician is coming to terms with it. But, but even that, why like, and I I empathize with you because it's even confusing for me. Is like when you when you're at the airport and like a kid comes up to you and takes a picture with you, and the old lady next to you is like, so what do you do? And you say digital magician. Well, there I say YouTuber in that context. Okay, I'll okay, make YouTube okay. videos. Okay, oh, you say in the context. She's okay. like, oh, let me, I have YouTube. My, my, let me, what's your name now? What's your name? Yeah, yeah, yeah Spell, exactly. Here, put it in for me. Yes, yeah. <laughs> no, I, I take a selfie and it's pointed that way. Yeah, and you can't really call yourself a, a digital magician either because like we look at people like Julius Dean who we've had yes. on the show. He's, like a, he's incredible. Oh God, he's right. incredible. Yeah, he's great. But you're, I mean, this, this is insane fucking talent. This is not some shit that you bought at a, at a magic store like you call yourself a filmmaker call yourself a uh you probably call yourself whatever you want yeah i mean at this point you can call yeah, yourself a young ryan can we get cards printed young boss okay get on that do a collab a young boss yeah. merch job. how old are your kids <laughs> three and one and a half so, nice. so you, had, you had one at 27 I didn't have him, but we we adopted him. Yeah. Oh, okay. Nice. So nice. my wife and I did foster care for a couple of years, and, oh, wow. uh, and we were able to adopt him. And then uh, my second Liam is uh, biological. So that's cr- that's crazy. Yeah, but that's we still awesome. we still for LA got started young. For Was sure. there a reason? Yeah, very. Out of curiosity, if you don't mind me asking, why you adopted them the first time, or is it just uh, it's just the way it worked out? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were doing foster care, and and you don't always usually you're trying to reunify the parents sure. and the kids, yeah. and you're not. Wor- it's not like I think foster care has some bad terms around like a lot of people have bad connotations with it like oh you're a lot of people want to foster to adopt but that's not necessarily what the kids need like they're actually trying to reunify with most fam that's like la county's goal right oh, okay um so we just have like the need was there's uh 
kids who literally don't have beds at night. And we're like, let's yeah. open up. We have, I felt bad. I lived in a home and my wife and I were like, we have an extra bedroom, two bedrooms. We should do something with that. Like yeah. it's kind of, and so we opened our home and it turns out it was a lot more work to raise kids. Than I was going to say, but thought. inadvertently you became parents. <laughs> parents yeah. Huh. Inadvertently. Did you just take a, lot, a real liking to one of the kids? Oh, or like it... they're your own from yeah. literally from day one, they become like your own kids. And they say too, like you want to attach to them like your own kids or else they're not getting the proper, like that's the love they're missing out on. Is there, is there parents, uh, in like an addiction loop or something like why, why, you know, why foster they... care? Yeah. Like I won't talk about Mason's specific story, but most kids in foster care, there is, there's drugs or alcohol mm-hmm. involved. Mm-hmm. And part of it is a, like most, uh, I can't remember the stat, but it's a high percent over 50% of those kids in foster care. Like their parents were in foster care and their parent, like it's, it's a, a cycle, it's a cycle they Whoa. can't get out of. And so the goal for us fostering, even if we have uh, a couple dozen kids in our home over the years, like will hopefully help be a way to break part of that cycle because nice. uh, it's a gnarly cycle. Like mm. they just can't get, they don't know any better. I used to judge so many of these of homeless people that I met or foster care kids and be like, dude, you guys can like, in my head, I was thinking you, you can like turn your life around, but they can't, they don't have the tools. They've never mm. been taught. They don't have the role yeah. models. They literally don't have the finances to do Network, it. Network, like, nothing. Yeah. And it's like, it's heartbreaking when you, you meet those people. Um, so it was a simple, but yeah, became parents like really young and, yeah. uh, but I, I love it. Like I want to go, I want to go back. That's it's, crazy. Super awesome. no, super noble, dude. That's, that's, it's great to hear that, that there's people out here at this level that are doing seriously good work. Cause I think there's a lot of people out there who do. It's like the opposite of every. I was about to say, I was about to say yeah. like, you, you, you're pretty freaking pristine. Yeah. Like, have you ever made a mistake ever? Oh yeah. A lot of mistakes. Um, yeah. My, my thing is like. I'm, I think it's more, I'm just live more private. Like I don't take the vlog camera into my home. Mm, yeah. And so I'm less prone <laughs> to share the mistake. Like I'm a human. I make just as many mistakes you guys do. It's like, I didn't videotape them and mm. put them out there. So mm. that's my, uh, the, my saving grace probably. Yeah. Also the, the content that you create is so, uh, produced and like up scale. Yeah, that it, there's probably so many rounds of like revision and review on it between a team of people. Oh, that it, if it touches was, so many hands. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like I obviously with him, you know, I mean, it, it, at least in the past, it, it was a two man show. It was him and the editor. And <laughs> Which, it, there's something <laughs> just like, there's something, oh, this is good to go. Puts it out in 50 million people. There's watch something it, special know? about that, though, because you can iterate so quickly and you can make so much and get oh, to yeah. the heart of it so fast. Yep. There's a scene in Ford versus Ferrari in that new I think it was nominated for an Oscar. Yep. And there's a scene when he walks up to meet Mr. Ford the second and he's like, I'll tell you why your, your cars suck because the folder that you're looking at now was touched by eight people in your office alone, let alone probably like a hundred lawyers before it. And so you're not, he's not huh. able to like iterate and create something fresh. Slow, slow down. And mm-hmm. Like it's great. To, uh, reviews are great, right? Like there's, there's a time and place for it. But, uh, I think brands who play it too safe, like I, I was just reading that, um, some film studios still aren't on TikTok, and they're taking their time, which is which is fair. For I get it when you're a publicly traded stock, you <laughs> yeah. got to be careful. Everything yeah. takes. But time. at the same time, like they're missing out on some fun, creative, and and tons of free promo that they could be getting for yeah. their movies. They could be and, getting billions of views. But yeah, like <laughs> twenty billion I, views. You know, million. the bigger you get, I guess, the more. Uh, stops you have to well, have. and it's also once you get the target you know what i'm saying i mean once you make that first mistake and they mark you yeah then it then you need sure. that review process obviously. sure how so, often are you going back and forth when you are hired to do a promo for a brand on on notes for any particular video it totally depends you know if, if it's a higher production value thing it's it's a couple it might be a month of notes back and forth but wow. it's it's like 
what four or five rounds at most. Yeah, that that still seems like I would assume with something as um, specific and strategic as what you're you're doing. Like I would imagine you you give like fully uh, thought out storyboards to the that's brand. the thing that's oh, where the, yeah. that's where the notes need to happen for any collaboration okay you storyboard shot for sure like literally this is how big your product's gonna be in yeah, the frame yes, yep. it's gonna be a vertical frame it's gonna be and this is the caption this is the <clears throat> hashtags and tags and, okay. and so yeah the, the idea is most of the feedback rounds happen before but you never can do, it's never perfect. I was the guy. I was the guy you met with back in the day. So I was the guy in the brand marketing team yeah, that you with sat Love with. Sack, yeah, right? Yeah. I mean, cool. And I would sit, and even with the Travis Pastrana thing that you did with the slingshot. I mean, we sat and we storyboarded and we thought it out. And you you do the the quality of the project is usually based on how much planning and strategic work goes in on the front end. You know, and it yeah. also and also if you do a good job on the front end, it takes a shitload of time out of the review process. You have to be very specific with what you want, and you have to give the right the right guidance on the front end you usually get a pretty close yeah, you're talking about the, the Polaris out there the slingshot was that, was that part no, of that no 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 why he, did you uh, work with Polaris no but no, I, I, I have a, is that your trike yeah I have a trike but it's different what, what, uh, Vanderhall have you heard of it no what uh -oh. so I was going between <laughs> Polaris and and then I found what I really wanted was this out of the UK like the Morgan three-wheeler mm -hmm. and it was too expensive to ship over I was just like no I'm not gonna do that but um, I looked at dude the Vanderhall this is what you have you gotta look yeah dude if you're into trikes, wait, I really am. I really like. My That's like a Bugatti. Into dude. the, I just like the vintage look of it. It's dude. so sick. I didn't it's, know this existed. Oh, it rides. I I don't know. Um, if it, I think it rides lower than than the trike out there, but if dude, if, does like, this have a top? It, there's a version. I I don't think it looks the best, but um, it there. See the bottom bottom left there. There's the there's the top. Whoa, <laughs> uh, that's the that's oh, look, look. I feel like it's a little it's a little too too. I don't know. It's like a vehicle from Minority Report. Remember yes. with Tom Cruise yes. or like some. But yeah, up. just go go topless there. There's Dude, a speedster. This is sick. That's a solo this rider. Is How much was this? Thirty. You can get yeah. it out of LA for thirty. My, mine was thirty too. Yeah. That's cool, man. Yeah, I don't know about the top. <laughs> yeah, don't, don't go for the top. It's, yeah, you don't need the top. I don't think you'd fit. You'd probably be ducking down. Yo, it's dangerous though. Like you're not, you're not going oh, crazy. On it, right? I, are you? Are you scared driving yours? I'm terrified. Yeah, I'm terrified. My, on the, I'll be on the 405 and I'll just be like, not yeah. the speed or anything or the handling. It's literally just cars. Like mm -hmm. I, I don't. Yeah. They don't mm -hmm. see me. Yep. I, no. Literally, um, that's my fear. You wear uh, a helmet. Yeah. Oh yeah. Well, depends where. But yeah, yeah. um. You have to legally by law. Yeah, this, really? it's, 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 it's an a auto cycle, a, yeah. a bike, but like motorcycle. But apparently, they might change that in the next couple of years. Look to, at that to, to remove it. Yeah, I haven't worn a helmet once in this thing. Yeah, not one time. I, well, I got Bentley I, one at the bottom. It's got fucking twenty twos on it. Have you been pulled over though? Because you'll get a, a two hundred dollar ticket per person that not wearing a helmet. You, I got I got one. You on did because I live on the PCH and it's like they patrol my section pretty heavily on that rule. So I, I wear helmets when I'm on the PCH. Okay. But that's the one I wanted. I was about to say, this Morgan. is the sickest. That's the Morgan. Is that what it, this so is? If you want that, just get it out of the UK. They'll, sh they'll ship it over. Damn. Is that a... Uh, just get a trite collection going? This one is sick. Is that a machine gun that shoots backwards coming out the back there? <laughs> Yeah, used it, they used it in World War II. <laughs> James they're, Bond. They're driving away. It's just it shooting looks, behind It them. looks like it. Where's the back wheel on that thing? It looks like it's just a... a it looks like the Indiana Jones thing, huh? Yeah. Like the little uh, motorcycle. Like a big rock's going to start rolling down a hill at you. Um. So I don't usually ask guests this before we close off huh. because uh, I don't know if I care that much all the time, but I really do care like what is next for you uh, and not just like in the next year. I'm, I, I'm, I'm really interested to... 
know what you plan on doing mm-hmm. five, 10 years down the line. Yeah. My goal is creating the culture around me of other creators who like, that's where I get inspired by. If I can work around, like I'm introverted. So I'll usually stay in my office and work with the small team of people mm. that I closely work with. But um, if I could help other creators, not just YouTube or internet creators, yeah. just filmmakers or artists um, get their thing going. I feel like the LA, the thing I love about LA is it produces some great artists. Yeah. The thing I hate is the politics and the process to get through it. And I, I always wonder, is it, is it that 15, 20 year grind in LA that makes great filmmakers? Or is it actually like, could you give some of those people a head start earlier? Cause yep. they kind of, I don't know, are they missing out on 20 years of creating at the fullest level or did they actually need that to get there? I don't mm. know, but it'd be awesome to green light creators a little younger. And mm. I don't know the monetization behind that, but one of the ways would be just giving them free rent or uh, space. Mm. So someday in the next warehouse build, give a space where you can incubate creators and not even like saying, Hey, I'm going to take a cut of what you're doing. I just like want to help you get off the ground, whether it's musicians or uh, maybe it is a YouTuber, maybe it is uh, a resident artist or something. Yeah. How do but, you monetize? If you know, if you know yeah, that's what I haven't figured out yet. Like maybe that's a dream, a dream path that will never, maybe no, that's, no, no, no. Just, maybe I mean, that's philanthropic. Spon- and, sponsors are a good way. So you can bring in uh, sponsors. Yeah, so having our ad here. team help find this unknown person who could never get an ad by themselves and, and pe- maybe packaging it is, yeah. is kind of how yeah, they I mean, license. You bring people to spot, like you could get a main sponsor for the house itself. And yeah. so every video that you do has, you know background sponsorship and that kind totally of and that that's uh the way to do it but that's right what now they do in music so when they have up and coming hmm. music creators they'll have like bose the bose house and every yep. every musician they bring in as they're an upstart it, you know hey presented by bose in the start of all their videos and yeah. that's how bose gets its yeah side of it yeah so setting up a, a just a really creative culture um in a in a building and a, a studio and then uh for myself eventually longer form stories i think that's where i'm going but um but you also never know, like I, if you asked me 10 years ago when I was just starting YouTube, I wouldn't have said I would be here doing this. Mm. It, it would have been in LA doing directing, probably a lot of commercials, but then trying to get up to that, yep. whatever that, that executive producer director role is, um, never would have solved the internet yeah. happening. So yeah. I mean, I feel like in, I also feel like I'm going backwards when I'm going into LA stuff. Like there's a part of me where I'm like. It's a credibility. Like, when you talk way, about yeah. the feedback rounds, I'm like, I know that there's a lot in commercials, but then I hear the movie feedback rounds. Unless you're the top guy and you can walk on and and you're Ron Howard and you just say the the shots. Yeah. If you're just a nobody director, you listen to the executive producers yeah. and and whatever notes they give, you're pretty much giving them. Yeah. Yeah. Do you ever see yourself or your uh, channel becoming like Zach King and co. And then you're no longer in front of the camera and it's just like, just uh, insane magic stuff. Yeah. I could see that. I could see, uh, uh, whether it's be featuring different people. I think there, there will be a time when we like start introducing other magical characters or just people who go on camera and start doing that. Yeah, totally. Uh, I, 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 it'd be fun to either take it fictional and, and make like a Netflix show out of it Mm. where you actually have these characters with specific mad, like make it more of a story. Mm. Um, but in terms of social media, yeah, we could definitely, you got to find someone who's passionate about it. Yeah, though. Yep. You can't be like, Hey, you're going to be the next, I dub you the next magic guy and, uh, <laughs> and, and take out war gal. And, uh, you now have the throne, but I feel like you got to find, there's actually some like fans around the world who are like, they recreate this stuff yeah. for their careers too. And, uh, I'd love to pass it to some of them. I think that'd be cool. awesome. Cool. Very cool. Well, yo, Zach, thanks for coming on, bro. Yeah, thanks for having me. Of course. I would tell uh, you guys to go follow him on Instagram, but you... You already are. You already are. You already are. <laughs>
right, very cool. Thank you guys for listening to this episode of Impulsive. I think that's it. Mike, any closing notes from nothing? Nice. Awesome, awesome. Yeah, episode. awesome episode. Hit that subscribe button. We'll see you next time. Take it easy. Peace. Peace.